Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. In this class, we are showing you how to use the mind to analyze and redesign the mind itself. We must first awaken to the fact that consciousness abides as the witness of the ego. From the perspective of the silent witness, the ego is only a mental object. But if you, the witness, forget yourself and identify with thoughts and thus with the ego, you identify as a bodily subject made of thoughts. You then become subjected to the ego and its incoherence. So the process of freeing yourself from the robotic thinking of the ego requires consistently recognizing the falsity of mental activity and its emotional accompaniment. The first goal of the spiritual process is to penetrate through the ego structure that functions as a mask to discover who you really are. The ego as a mental formation that is split off from the real self then itself becomes split into many different voices coming from childhood identifications and internalization of parental voices as well as deeper layers of mental images. Most of us have ended up with a seriously fragmented mind which also generally results in conflicted and deadlocked will. And this makes change very difficult. So let's begin with our diagram. Your original self is pure awareness. And we use this whiteboard as an analogy to that, the pure emptiness that is actually pure fullness and filled with absolute potentiality. This pure awareness, which is also the definition of the real self, is without identity. And the first thing that I want to represent is the womb of a mother. That's what this circle is representing. The womb of a female, a particular female who became your particular mother. What incarnates into a womb? The yogis of ancient times called it a Jyoti Bindu. Which is translated literally as a point of light. So this Jyoti Bindu is what you first are when you incarnate. But actually part of our consciousness incarnates into a fetal body that is in a womb of a particular mother. The rest remains part of the superconscious. Jyoti Bindu is, as I said, one of the old yogic terms for the energy of consciousness that activates and enlivens and becomes the consciousness of the organism that is to be born. It is a point of light which is actually the end point of a ray of light that comes from the central sun of consciousness and connects us back to our source. So if we imagine the absolute supreme consciousness represented as the sun, this gives off a ray of light that then becomes an individual Jyoti Bindu in an organism. 
In Satyoga, we use the analogy of the Euclidean point of no dimensionality, which is a mathematical term, as well as the term Jyoti Bindu, the Sanskrit term, which is the traditional understanding of it. Actually, Shunyamurti says that geometry came out of the fact that consciousness itself is a point of light with no dimensions. And Euclid realized that the dimensions of space were projections of consciousness. Everything starts from a point. Then the point connects to another point and you have a line, your first dimension, and so on. The Euclidean point of no dimensionality is an analog to the reality. The point contains everything in its awareness because it is boundless awareness, but occupies no space. Shonyamurti says, the problem is we are born into the body of a specific mother, a being who has its own limited consciousness, that is an already formed ego who will impose and project into the fetus its own fantasies, desires, demands, anxieties and intentions such that the infant or the fetus's free will to determine its own ego identity is already influenced to fit itself into this context in which it finds itself helplessly at the mercy of the mother's body and mind. So in essence we are formed through the mind and later the eyes of another from the moment we incarnate. What we come to feel as natural as who I am is always a set of images and feelings that derive from the initial relationships of life with the containing others who gave one a name and a role in the family system. The first traumas can happen in utero, what we call the level of intrauterine fantasies, when we are affected by mother's anxieties, creating a great deal of discomfort. The fetus knows, for example, if it is growing into a female and the mother possibly wants a son or there may be a conflict with the father or she might want to abort. In this sense, the body's karmic trajectory might be at odds with the desire of the mother or of both parents. These conflicts will show up before birth, in particular if the mother is ambivalent about giving birth, and it can cause a deadening of consciousness before birth happens, as early as this moment in one's incarnation. In the process, Atman is forgotten, abandoned from conscious awareness, and one is then ignorant that one is a being of light. Shunyamurti teaches us that Atman, spirit, is the uncreated, unborn self that is the ultimate source and intelligence that gives forth a subset of itself as the soul and a subset of the soul as the ego that forms the operating system of the body. Jyoti Bindu is the light, the battery, the life force that receives energy and information from Atman to operate the body receives specifically a current of energy and information flow from the Atman. Because the mother sees us through the filter of her projections, all of this is dropped from consciousness, and you will require a spiritual teacher later in life to remind you of what you had forgotten. This creates the first act of censorship that will control our life until we go through a rite of passage such as this initiation into Sat Yoga as the censor comes into being from this moment on until such a rite of passage is complete. So we depict this censor on this diagram 
as this oval that's to represent the meat of the burger. And the censor ends up taking the place of where the Jyoti Bindu is supposed to be in our consciousness, as the center of our consciousness, but is placed in the farthest reaches of our consciousness. And we draw this by putting it at the bottom of the diagram so that we can see that Atman or spirit or the Jyoti Bindu has no longer a central place in our ego structure, but is uh, foreclosed, is placed in the farthest reaches of consciousness where once this is created, we can no longer access it unless we do a deep process such as Sat Yoga that can retrieve this Atman once again. And the bottom line in terms of this aspect of the creation of the sensor is that the mother sees only her projections on a flesh and blood baby, not this point of light that you actually are. And this being's past lives are repressed then in order to adapt to the current situation. Seen from the perspective of Atman, which is also all of this outside of the burger, this light of the Jyoti Bindu that comes from Atman activates the brain, the central nervous system, and causes the flow of electromagnetic energy, also known as prana or chi, that we will go into in class five, and connects and communicates with all the cells of the body, creating the sense of a unified presence operating the organism. Maya or illusion is when this light meets fantasies that act as filters and produces a life that is an illusory projection of those fantasies. The Jyoti Bindu doesn't contain any fantasies. So if you can return to the Jyoti Bindu, you can get out of Maya. Just trace the ray of light back to its original source and voila, you are free. Liberation is yours. When the child realizes that it is seen only in a particular way, that it must accommodate to that in order to get along with the mother and feel secure in her love, then one acquiesces in becoming what she desires. And this solidifies the sensor. That creates a split mind comprised of a conscious level, a sensor, and a subconscious. Conscious mind, the upper part of the burger, the sensor, and then everything below the sensor is the subconscious. This split mind keeps one from knowing too clearly the fact that there are aspects of one's consciousness that are unseen and unloved. And on top of that, one has to then become out of touch with both one's superconsciousness and one's subconscious. And one's conscious mind is limited to trying to make sure it remains the object of the mother's desire. And therefore, it gives up control of its own psyche to a censoring agency that manages its anxiety. In essence, the sensor replaces the superconscious. The sensor is responsible for why people cannot achieve their goals in life as it obscures the white light. The ego thus acts like a prism that splits the beam. Part is conscious, that smallest tip of the iceberg that we spoke of in the last class, but most is in control of a sensor which determines how much the conscious mind will receive of information and will, and the rest is suppressed into the subconscious. 
This uh, splitting of consciousness also creates a sense of lack, weakness, and bewilderment. One rarely knows what is going on, why one is doing what one is doing or feeling. One feels carried along by internal forces and emotions and drives that one cannot control. And in essence, one is in the dark as to the forces that control one's own psyche. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.